is the world famous K-Rock. Uh, good morning and welcome to your prequent Thursday here at K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Lots going on this hour. If you're a fan of comedy, this is usually not the show for you. But this hour it will be because Vanessa never done stand-up before. Never wanted to do stand-up. One of the few people in L.A. does not have... A dream of fame. Dreams of standing there. In fact, hates it. Avoids the stage at all costs. But boy. She told us when she came on the show initially, I don't want want to be on the air. Don't even put a mic near me, she said. She said, I'm not good on the air. I lose my words. I lose my train of thought. And we said, perfect. And Omar, I believe it was Omar that really fought it and said, this is gold upon gold upon gold. And he has not been wrong. In fact, I feel bad because as you were literally about to take to the stage last night, we'll listen to the audio of your entire stand-up debut at Flappers last night. Allie was there in attendance because she also did terrible in her Super Bowl predictions, and this was a punishment, so she had to sit through an hour and a half of open mic comics, and then uh, Vanessa got to close out the show. I guess she was technically the headliner (laughs) of the open mic circuit. She was because there was a sign-up snafu, so she was added last. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Well, 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 you would have better. Yeah, you still say headliner. Yeah, still say she headliner. was the headliner. So anyway, we'll uh, get to that in its entirety. But the guy, I guess, I didn't realize this, Vanessa, because I know you don't know a lot about football. There's a guy that claims he's the one that told you what score to predict for the Super Bowl. And he felt terrible yesterday because he sent a DM apologizing and saying, I'm so sorry you're in this situation after you listened to my exact score prediction. Did you did you um, use your own brain when you predicted the final score would be 75 to 85 or something? Or did you go with the listener? I used my own brain. Oh, that, so, so obviously the listener and I synchronized. Oh, it's just had the same <laughs> 75 one. 75 to 80. Whatever I she said thought. 33 to 35. Okay, whatever <laughs> it was. You were the furthest off. As a result, you had to do comedy. And we'll get to it later this hour in its entirety. Also, uh, we're less than an hour to go to get you on that standby list so you can fly to Australia and see Pearl Jam. If you're into that sort of thing, recommend you keep on listening. And the good thing, too, Klein, is that Vanessa was able to make friends with a lot of other hopeful comics great so, you know there was a lot of like how long have you been doing this and what about this joke you know and that's i think part of the hustle right is getting a community of other comics and trying out jokes on each other and she's got the beginning of that happening well, now this has been a week or two in the making and we'll listen to how it played out coming up very shortly on the show also should mention that you know gwen stefani was nice enough to come and hang out with us last week uh it's good for her great return to k-rock as she says it always feels like home here Ali, finally, some of our chat with Gwen Stefani got picked up by all the major news outlets. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of people have been tagging us in these things. Oh, we're on, like, and, People yeah, and Billboard. Us and, and E and, yep. and Inside Edition. They swabbed Gwen <laughs> Stefani. And, you know, would you think that they gave us any credit at any point during the interview, or do you think they just used the interview and gave us no credit? I mean, if you even had to if guess. they used the video, the video has... Klein Alley show in the background, right? They have to cut to us eventually, so they kind of have to give well, us credit, right? Well, that's you're wrong. Take a listen. It was, once again, almost us getting some credit and still getting no credit. Even when I say it, I almost throw up in my mouth because it's like just know exactly where I was at in that moment to write that song. When Stefani won't be listening to this No Doubt song anytime soon, during a recent Odyssey check-in interview... Ah! The- God damn it! What about K-Rock, Klein Alley Show? How about that? We could use some promotion. What the hell does that even mean? It means nothing to anyone at all, ever. 
During a recent Odyssey check-in interview... A <laughs> couple of unknown idiots with, talked to Gwen Stefani. With some bots. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Let's, let's blur their faces and go right to Gwen's answer. So thanks for that. We were so close. On Audacity's Klein Alley show. That, that's Audacity's right. <laughs> that, was, that was another good oh, one we yeah. got. That was the time we broke that Billy Corgan uh, story. Always one step away. Yeah, that time no one got the credit. <laughs> uh, you know what? We're at least moving. Not even our dumb company. <laughs> <laughs> it's K-Rock. <laughs> K-Rock. Klein Alley Show. Although no one else would know that. You're listening to the Klein and Sally Show on KROZ. On Audacity Station. See, it's funny because not only do we never get credit for any of the stuff we do that gets out there in the real world, but it, even like uh, I think this was last year at the OC Marathon when a- after Ali slayed the national anthem, <laughs> this is how you were uh, presented to the crowd. It was great. <laughs> K-R-O-Z Radio. Crushing it. K-R-O-Z. K-R-O-Z Radio. Oh, play the one you played again. That was from CBS National News, right? Yep. On Audacity's Klein Alley Show. At least I got the name of our show right. What's funny is that CBS used to be a part of all of this. Yeah, they used to. It's so funny that they don't even know the name of the company that bought them out. No. And then the most recent one, uh, the Gwen Stefani. (laughs) No mention of the Klein Alley Show at all. But regardless, thank you all for doing what you do to help spread the word and help us to grow the show. I'm glad Odyssey Check-In got some credit, finally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's finally. Audacity's crushing. Odyssey, <laughs> Odyssey's bankruptcy. Audacity is thriving Yeah, right it's now. true. Thriving. Someone said, um, after listening to that, you guys really are Odyssey slaves. Remember when we talked about doing being Odyssey slaves? That is such a fact. Yeah. We that, got that's uh, okay. uh, the audio. We're going to get to it in a second. I want to make sure we're on time so we can give exactly as much time as we need. Omar says it's one of the most interesting. Uh, is, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, cringe? What's the word used? What? No, no, no. There's just one part of the audio that you're going to find really interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to get to the Vanessa stuff in its entirety. The way we have it broken down is this. We got Vanessa on stage doing stand-up. That is going to need two minutes of our time at least. We got the official... Two long minutes. Two, it, like, football minutes. We got the official review from the booker that will determine whether or not she's got what it takes to move on or if he's going to try to sell her on some sort of a comedy class. And I did talk to some of the comedians after they had received feedback, and they kind of told me what feedback they received. And I, I'm interested to hear Vanessa's feedback versus the ones they got. And these are people who have been doing comedy for a few years now. So when we return, we will pick it up right here. So I'm glad I can take it now, once again, not really what you're hoping for there. That's great. Not, is that you? Uh, yeah, I'm, you cheer for your own joke. I'm present and, uh, yeah, and reacting. She's present already. Well, I was the one filming, so I'm right next to the microphone, Omar. It's unfortunate. Uh-huh. If all of these great moments, which would have been silent, are drowned you, out are, by are my drowned cackling. Out by you cackling at your own material, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to have to send you back. We'll, be right well then back. maybe go to the bathroom. All right, we'll be back with this in its entirety. Some cringe comedy, bombity, if you will. It's next on K-Rock. All right, let's do it. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show on a Thursday morning. 40 minutes get you on that flight to Australia to see Pearl Jam. At least get you on that standby boarding list so we can make that happen for you. It's part of K-Rock World Tour. Uh, Vanessa. Vanessa, you ner- you. are you nervous okay. about Yes. What? You Sorry. are. Sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I just, I thought I did good, but I also kind of blacked out. So now you keep saying that it's going to be a bomb meeting or whatever you said. And I'm like, I think you're right because I don't remember what I said. 
but I thought I did good, but maybe I didn't. If you're new to the so show, I'm let's just sweating. let's catch everyone up now. She's uh, sweating. She, we had a bet. The Super Bowl was a few weeks ago, but the bet was whoever's score was the furthest from the accurate score would be forced to go do stand-up comedy at a club in Southern California. Lucky for us, Flappers Burbank has this weekly... Uh, train wreck of a thing. <laughs> no, it's a weekly audition. Audition. And when I arrived, it was about 10 to 20 comedians all standing outside waiting in line. And Jake has done this before. He says he's uh, attempted and failed 10 times, 12, 12. times. He's You've auditioned 12 times? I was just using it for the stage time. But but if they well, liked you or they thought you were funny, they, they would have booked you. They would have moved you on to an I've actual show. I've been booked there before. You got paid to perform there before? Oh no, they didn't get paid. No, I think I don't even think the main room people get paid there. Because <laughs> I performed in the main room and so, I did not get paid. So here we go, uh, Vanessa. We will listen to your routine. Allie was there. Allie also did not do good in her score predicting, and the rule was second place person had to go and watch all of the open micers. Yeah, but look, I was very happy to go, and yes, there were some open mic people who were horrible, horrible. You could tell they've been doing these same jokes for a very long time and going back to that, you know, that room over and over and over again. But there was a lot of talent there too, and I got there early. I uh, bought Vanessa a nice drink to get her nice and liquored up and loose. And, you know, seeing a lot of the other performers, her going last, I think she was in a good headspace and she was confident and going up there, especially for the first time ever. She's got a lot of balls. We're going to post a video uh, going up at Klein Alley Show on the socials if you want to enjoy this. Because Omar says you only get some of it through the audio. You really should see the full experience. Yes, mm -hmm. and they were uh, watching us like hawks because you're not supposed to take video. Oh, so look at it before we're forced to take it down, I guess. Yes. Uh, anyway, here we go. So they don't give her a big intro. There's no one that stands up there and says, and now coming to the stage, uh, No, no, Vanessa. he would just go up periodically and say, okay, on deck we have Clarissa, Mike, and da-da-da, but right now, you know, give it up for Vanessa. Okay, so here's where we pick up. This is, uh, last night this happened at Flappers. So, I'm glad I can take a break from... And I hear the mic is already having issues. Uh, the mic was a problem. Yeah, it sounds night. like so, it. I'm glad I can take a break from little people, big row. Yeah. I can be here today. Woo! So it didn't really get much of a laugh, but Allie, of course, felt the need to... It was great! ...to woo. She became the woo girl. Which I'm just I, being... Well, listen, 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 Allie. Let's ask Vanessa if that was great or if it was distracting. No, I didn't mind it. Mm. Oh, really? You know, oh. I've, I've talked... She wanted the support. I've talked to a lot of comedians. They say their least favorite person in the audience at any comedy show is the woo white girl. Mm -hmm. Everyone just, needs one, though. No, you do not. <laughs> no Everyone one, needs one, and I am there. No one needs a woo white girl. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> Nobody yeah. needs that. Woo white girl doesn't make things better. Yes, she does. She just she's fun. adds unnecessary Slay. noises and messes up timing and everything. So anyway, right out of the gate, just let her just let her settle into her material. I can't. She, I know. I can't do it. It's impossible. This is my first time to stand up. Woo! It's like, it sounds like you got liquored up. Were you drinking too? No. You didn't have a drink at all? I had one. Okay. This is my first time to stand up. Woo! Those boundaries, I am standing. <laughs> so I work at a radio station, K Rock. Woo! So I get to go to a lot of cool short uh, shows. Hey. That was the first stumble, but she got back on track. Definitely not the first stumble. <laughs> she got a few of the words wrong leading up to that word. And that's such an important part of the joke is the not messing up the words getting to the joke. If, uh, yeah. if people are lost before you even get to the punchline, how are they possibly going to woo you? I mean, right. But I, you oh, can so woo. I get to get blocked. 
So the joke was, I believe, uh, because I work at K-Rock, I get to... I get to have my view blocked at all kinds of great shows. I get, right, I get to get my view blocked at all kinds of great shows. And this is how it was delivered. Cool shorts at shows. Uh, so I get to get blocked a lot. <laughs> she got a laugh. Didn't you hear them laughing? Uh, I think that was like one of those, e. <laughs> you kind of hear that. So the first, so Vanessa, so far, how do you feel? I feel like it was better when I was there. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah, listening back is not fun. <laughs> so she made up for it. Well, I love the explanation. You got to do the whole thing. Sorry, I can't speak. That was her no, making up for No, she said because I can't see. Because I can't see. I'm never ready. Okay, um... So I have to wake up really early to go to work, which the hardest part is uh, setting up my car seat. <laughs> because it's dark out. <laughs> um, so I'm from Colombia, and you can make fun of me for being short, but I could pop, maybe possibly kill your family in two minutes. <laughs> oh my God, so aggressive. That's great. It's, once again, I felt like there was more nuance to the joke than just that. You can make fun of me because I'm short, but I could probably kill your family in two minutes. <laughs> I forgot the joke. That's like a, you just threatened to kill the family of the I audience. Know. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That raises the stakes. She said that she got it perfect <laughs> in the car on the way there. She just forgot some of it when she was on stage. It happens. What was it supposed to By the way, to... Vanessa, props be, uh, she didn't use any notes or anything. She no, she, she oh, went she... up there. Oh, I didn't realize that. You have no notes yeah. with you. No. No, I just went up there with my memories. That's Ooh. awesome. <laughs> I went up there with my memories. That's a great, that's a great technique. I didn't. I can't believe you did that. You know, and the, and that being said, I haven't seen it or heard it yet, so this is the first time I'm hearing it. You haven't really delivered any of the jokes as they were prepared, but who cares? But the car seat one, I think, landed, and she put that into her own words. She did change it quite yeah, a bit. She yeah, she did. The hardest part about uh, getting up early is you've got to get yourself in your car seat because yeah. you're short. It's, it's very hard funny to buckle joke. the car seat. I could maybe possibly kill your family in two minutes. Just kidding. That's intense. So I can't. I, I can't. I'm can't, sorry. I can't I even hear it. I honestly can't yeah. hear the joke. That's what I said on God. Showtime. I said I'm, go I'm not going to be able to help myself from laughing during it regardless of whether it's going well or not. I think so this is your, you asked for this. No, no, no. We got to muzzle you next. You should have to go back there and wear one of those gimp masks with a zipper or something. Uh, uh, people assume because I'm from Colombia that I love cocaine. But um, I love selling cocaine. <laughs> so I moved here when I was seven and um, it was hard for me to make friends because no one was selling cocaine. <laughs> Cookies. And I was selling cookies. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Um, oh, yeah, baby. Bad. Oh, that's bad. Uh, all right. Well, that was a joke that I wrote that I was know. intentionally bad. Okay. Now, everyone laughed. So and, I was like, Thank you, Allie. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Everyone laughed? Did yes, you not hear them all laughing? laughing? I was selling cookies and they were selling cookies? Or, or that, that, <laughs> no, they were selling cookies. Yeah, I no, was I, selling cookies. Right, but where's the part where everyone laughs? That, I hear that Allie, happened already. I hear Allie laughing. No, I was, mm -hmm. I was drowned out by everybody else. And I was selling cookies. <laughs> I hear just you they laughing. laughing. Yeah, just Allie. It's, I hear, just you. I hear it's you. not just me. It's you laughing and one guy clears his throat. That's all I hear. <laughs> I hear one guy... <clears throat> And you no. laugh. You should like it. It's such a good joke. 
Allie. You hear a guy cough and you laugh. That's it. He was coughing because he was laughing so hard. I don't think so. I don't think so. Everyone is laughing. Um, so, um, obviously I'm short. And, <laughs> uh, obviously oh I'm short. And I found that I was really short when I was waiting in line to go on a roller coaster. <laughs> now this guy came up to me and started making out with me. And I was like, whoa. Um, he was a pedophile. <laughs> Okay. Jesus, man. <laughs> Allie. This got a real... I can't. This took a real turn, It was the best man. thing in my life. Oh, oh, my God. It was so great. All right. So it was mo- so awkward. We moved on to my material now. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm single. And it's really hard to go on dates, but I did recently go on a date with a guy that I met, met in line at a roller coaster. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now that got a real laugh from the crowd there. There, my jokes were getting real laughs too. I didn't hear those. I heard <laughs> your laughs. That was well. A re- I'm allowed, obviously, but other people are laughing. I was in the room with everybody, and everybody was laughing throughout the entire set. Vanessa, which joke do you think you felt the bet? Like you got that feeling of like, wow, I just crushed. Was there one you said where you like, wow, people really reacted? Okay, again, I blacked out. I thought they reacted to the whole thing. They did. Mm. 626 said, I was a listener who went to Flappers last night, and Allie was not the only person laughing when Vanessa went up to perform her stand-up. All right, thank you for confirming. 818 said, this is painful. And that, it's a little painful for me right now. Yeah, but it it's should okay. be. It should be. Hold on, she's almost done. There's all, oh, she's on her big closer now. Well, they cut her off. Oh, they cut her off? Yeah. Oh, did she get the hair down? Thank you. So she didn't get to the third joke. She didn't get to the third joke with Kids Eat Free. Yeah. Well, Vanessa... Which I think would have been great. Uh, so th- th- that's Vanessa's stand-up set. Uh, she did. Hey, look, regardless of anything else, Vanessa, proud of you that you went up and did that. That's a hard thing to do, I would imagine. Most people's biggest fear of public speaking, going up even for two minutes doesn't sound like a lot of time. You did it in front of a room full of strangers. Yeah, and you know what? Vanessa did You know, reword some of the jokes, and maybe some of it didn't land, but she did better than some of the other people that were there, and this is the first time she's ever done it. And she stuck around to get feedback from the booker. Okay. And the feedback will blow your mind. All right. We're going to get to the feedback in a moment. Here's some of the review from the crowd that was there. She's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I especially loved the cocaine stuff. And she's a shouty, and we love that. Like, I, I think it was, she was really telling a story that was truly all her own. Whether it was her own or not, we liked it. Yeah, she was really natural, really funny, really relaxed up there. And even when she f***ed up, it was hilarious. Someone See? said, I couldn't hear the jokes over the wooing going no, on from the white girl. No, that's not true. Why uh, is this about me? Uh, this is about Vanessa. So, uh, we're going to get the official review from the comedy club owner, I guess, the booker. Mm-hmm. Did Vanessa get passed? to actually go back and perform as an invited comedian or thrown out the back door. We'll figure out next. Stay wrong. Fine Alley Show. A lot of options here. we got people on the phone that were there last night, some of the other performers that uh, did witness Vanessa doing her first ever stand-up. we got the review from the comedy club guy, and we'll figure out once and for all, based on what you heard, did Vanessa have what it takes to move on? Will she already be better than Jake, who moved out to L.A. 20 years ago to fulfill his comedy dreams? Living the dream. Will... <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my that's God. funny. See that you should get passed through. I can't believe they that made you joke a- was made. I can't by believe several other comedians, Klein. Oh really? Yes. Stole it from me. I came here to pursue my dream of unemployment. I came here to pursue wow. my dream of poverty. Okay. It was yeah. It was. It's a joke that's been made. So um, uh, let me say hi to. Hold on. Hey Jeff, you were there last night at uh, Flappers. 
Hi, yes, yes, I was. Are you a performer as well, or? Yeah, I am. Last, uh, my specialty is doing improv songs. Oh, God damn. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. So, wait, t- tell Klein what your thing is. So, you go up on stage and you get suggestions from the crowd, right? Yes. Uh, do you want to explain what I do? I want you to explain it to Klein. Oh, oh yeah, explain, yeah. So, what I do is I ask the audience, I just say, yeah, I ask for three things, and, uh, and yeah, and then I somehow. Yeah, three things, and I somehow uh, incorporate those three things into an improv song. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. And last night, your words were, I believe, shark, hot dog, and diaper, correct? Yep, yep, that was it, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Klein, you got to see this guy do it. It's it's amazing. I was laughing really hard. It was I was laughing. You think I was laughing at Vanessa's set? We were cracking. We were dying laughing at this guy's set. Is this working well for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, it's it's a long story. I had a, I've had a, a long hiatus from performing, but I'm just getting back into it. And so, yeah, this was one of my uh, efforts to try to get back into performing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have you been? Have you? Seven one four came up with three words. Hang up now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm telling you, Klein, you haven't heard this guy do what he does. And, okay, and, I'm, I'm and, interested. And how long have you? How many times have you been to Flappers? Was that your first time last night? Yeah, that was my first time. Yeah. See, there you go. What did you think of uh, Vanessa's uh, routine on stage? And don't be, you know, be honest. I mean, you've seen a lot of comedians there. Most of them stink, I'm sure. But how did you think that went? No, I really loved it. It was funny. So, like, a lot of times, like, the type of humor, a lot of other um, comedians will talk about drugs or pedophilia or things. Like, it's usually, I don't find it as funny. But what Vanessa did was really funny. I was laughing. Even, like, I told my parents later that night some of the jokes, and they were laughing. It was it was oh, you, you oh. redid uh, Vanessa's routine. You live at home with your parents? I do, yes. Yes, okay. Well, that checks out. Uh, hey, don't hold you on. make That's, fun of Diaper I'm, Shark? I'm not making fun of Diaper hot Shark, dog hot dog guy. guy. I want to hear that song in a second. John, you were there last night as well. Yeah, I was. And what did you think of, uh, how did you think Vanessa's routine went? I thought it went really well. I had no idea. Or I wouldn't have been able to tell that was her first time. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, in a moment we're going to hear what the actual club booker thought about it, but do you think she had what it takes to be invited back to perform as a regular at the uh, Flappers? Yeah, I think 100%. Did you, really you, did you stay around for feedback, and what was the feedback for you? I stayed around for feedback. Um, <laughs> the booker said, I didn't really write a lot of stuff down for you. Um, that's good feedback. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. Hey, uh, Shark Hot Dog um, diaper. Uh, diaper Guy, what was the feedback the, the club owner gave you? Yeah, he just said, I guess, um, they didn't, He's when he's booked people with improv before, it didn't work out so well because they're <laughs> Okay, so every, this guy has to just let everyone down. Like, ten times a night, he's just got to... Well, re- he Jake, said, I'm going to fe- be honest with you because it doesn't benefit you for me to lie. Right, Jake, what is the feedback this guy gave you before? Same stuff. What, that it, it's not going to work? It's not going to work out. I don't want to lie. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I can't remember. Okay. Well, here's what he said to Vanessa. Take a listen, guys. So this is your first time ever doing stand-up? Uh, 100%. Okay. Well, it was, listen, there was a lot of great things going. Thank you. Um, and I think there's a lot of potential there. You're having fun. I think you're very, very likable. I think calling out being short, I think, is a good thing because it's... Obvious. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I love what you're talking about. The one note I have for you is that, in general, there were times where... All right, is she really selling cocaine? I don't I mean, you don't know. I don't know. Exactly. You know, I would be a really good drug dealer because I look innocent. Yes, but are you really a drug dealer? Maybe. 
Oh, Vanessa, she <laughs> love know, it. She doesn't know how to turn it off. I now. love her challenge. Yeah, she, I became yeah. a comedian with him, and I was like, okay, stop. Yeah, she's, she's a living, breathing Griselda. The guy's just trying to get an answer from her. She's like, uh, maybe. Uh, you know, she's like really <laughs> falling. Maybe I could kill you now. Yeah. Yes, but are you really interrupted? Maybe. Okay, that's. I can't tell you because I'm not going to jail. Just kidding. No, I'm not a drug. Okay. So that's... <laughs> She's still doing the best. This guy... Same old Vanessa. You can, you can, she has the bug. She's got it. She's. This is what oh. happens. They go... She's hamming it up. She's... You, yep. You hear these stories. Every comedian that's ever made it. They go, I told one joke at a wedding. I was giving a speech. <laughs> I, I felt the laughter and I couldn't yep. stop. But then Vanessa's got the bug. Okay. So that's... It would be a simple matter of saying, all right, I'm from Columbia. I'm not a drug dealer. But man, would I be great. No one would even see me. Yeah. I can sneak right in. Here's the thing. I That's not very funny. Yeah, he's writing her material now. Yeah, he I wants mean, to pay. Yeah, I mean, those who can't do it, those who can't, you know, teach. Own. You know, that whole Here's thing. the thing. I think if I gave you five minutes on a Yoo Hoo Room show, I think on you'd that be... Yoo Hoo show. Yeah, I think you'd be fine. <gasps> Wait a minute. Is he inviting her to do five minutes now? Oh my god! In an actual. In the, you, in the Yoo-Hoo room. In the Yoo-Hoo room. Vanessa, do you know what that means? Yeah, we're is in it, that Yoo-Hoo. Isn't that her phrase, Omar? Is it, what, what is the... Oh, uh, I'm in a no, 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 no. What is the... Hers is a... Uh, hoo-ha. She, yeah, she's going from hoo-ha to Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> this is a beautiful... This is a real, like, Hollywood dream story. I love it. Okay. Um, I think you're far enough along that... You know, you're, you're far enough along. It was her first time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but she was also doing bits with him. Hey, uh, yeah. di a diaper um, shark song guy. You've been doing this for a while now. <laughs> Are you upset to hear that she is far enough along to get passed to the YooHoo room? <laughs> Well, I know. Actually, I got into the YooHoo room too. Actually, <laughs> oh, oh, you did. Man, oh, man. oh, so it's like a pyramid scheme. It doesn't mean anything. No. Yeah. The Go ahead. No, yeah, I guess there's different layers. Like, yeah, I didn't get into, like, the higher, highest booking thing, but I, he said the YooHoo room was fine, yeah. Yeah, okay. All you need to uh, do is bring ten people. Uh, he hasn't said that yet. Um, the other path I see for you is taking a class with us. Oh. Yeah, they, they got to sell, sell you on the classes. Yeah. Um, would you have any interest in that? Okay. What'd you say, Vanessa? I think I nodded yes. Oh, really? Oh, you want to really? take classes? Whoa. I gotcha. I feel like I could be good. Oh, I don't no. think. I don't. But I think classes would taint uh, her. Yeah, that's I don't. Right. Yeah, you yeah. Don't I don't want you that. to learn technique. Yeah, yeah. You heard the one uh, advice he gave you on the joke. You're such a small drug dealer that people wouldn't see you going around. It's not good. <laughs> I previous to this, have you had any performance training at all or background? Uh, I mean. My training is that I work at a radio station and it's talk radio, and you just have to be. And you don't have to be funny, but if you're funny. Okay, I feel like so thank you for saying that about our show. There you go. You don't have to be funny. Yeah. That's I love right. it. Now we're okay, I feel so like that's. I just get to play every day with my coworkers. So you you are actually on, you're one of the voices on the radio. I bet like a third voice, like a fifth voice. Okay. Like third voice. Ooh, and Vanessa. Then I gave myself the fifth voice. Now she dropped her back to fifth. She's one of the voices. Hilarious. My co Klein, hilarious. Jay, okay. hilarious. All of them hilarious. I'm like. Like a six voice. And six. She's now six voice. <laughs> she's just moved back. Constantly downgrading herself. She's naturally funny. She went from third voice to six voice she in you one sentence. She roomed herself. She really did. Call me, they laugh. I don't think I'm funny, but they, I, well, they I lift me up. I, I think you are. If I book you on a YouTube show, can you get some people out to see you? Oh, there it is. That's, but that's what it all is. It is like rub. that at every comedy club. So how many people do you need to bring now? She didn't. 
Th- I they bet didn't he didn't. Yeah, I bet he didn't tell you a certain yes, amount. Yes, hundred percent. There would be a lot of people. Okay. Well, you're gonna be his cash cow. That I work at here. Gotcha. Well. And also, that's super scary, but I'm down to do it. All right, yeah! Vanessa, congratulations. Congratulations, And I Vanessa. think you should do it the same night as my favorite guy here, Diaper Shark Guy. Diaper Shark Guy, maybe you guys can do a little show together at the, uh, in the Yoo-Hoo. What do you say? That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I'd love to. I can imagine having some great fun, yeah. Okay, we got to think. think it's great. We're way behind now. Congratulations, v- Vanessa. Jake, sorry. It's no, Jake, shows. I'm sorry. It won't it's work out. It's not oh, for no. you. <laughs> sorry. A different dream. Uh, Diaper Shark Guy, would you like to play us in the break now uh, on K-Rock and have your music, uh, have your first radio exclusive uh, for your songs? Oh, yeah, sure. I'd love to. All right. Whenever you're ready. We've got 20 seconds before we have to take a break. So the floor is yours. Oh, so I can sing right now? Yes. Oh, awesome. Okay. So I'm going to ask for three things. So when I say things, basically any any word, any it could be person, place, object, concept, basically any word, and I'll incorporate those three things into an improv song. Cancer. Do you guys have any... Radio. Okay. That? Can- cancer, cancer. Dead dogs. Cancer? Radio. And this one. Nonya. Nonya. Wait, wait. So we got uh, these are the three things. Am I right? So we got cancer, um, dead dogs, <laughs> and radio. Am I right? Sure. Yeah, that's right. There's no sadder three things on the planet. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. Today may be the last day of my life. Today was the last day of my dog's life. I want to be with them, be with them, be with them. I need to tell someone, tell someone, I can't keep it inside. The next five minutes could be the best five minutes of your life. We're going to world premiere a brand new song from Kings of Leon. That is the next song you will hear on K-Rock. And we'll get you on that standby boarding list so you can travel to Australia and see Pearl Jam as part of K-Rock World Tour. So be ready to call us and be ready to listen to the brand new Kings of Leon world premiere coming up right after your ADD News. Grab your Adderall, it's time for ADD News, still 100% free and priced accordingly. All right, so not that anyone is rushing to the beach right now, but there is some new news about the levels of pollution and crap in our oceans, and it is fascinating because not only is there the normal, like, oil spill every once in a while and other crap that's spilling into our oceans on a regular basis, they found out in a new study that more than 56,000 barrels of radioactive waste has been dumped into the Pacific Ocean within a 25-year period, and all of it is on the U.S. side. And they said they can still spot some of these barrels that are, like, sitting there 3,000 feet underwater. A lot of them are near Catalina Island and that they're probably going to stay there. But radioactive water being in our oceans for that long, I can only imagine how it's changed the, you know, fish and different things that are swimming around under there. I mean, radioactive fish have got to be, like... Super buff. Super, yeah, super buff and cool by now. Well, they also told us to stop flushing our medicines in the toilet because those were eventually getting into the water supply. And the Maybe fish... that's the only thing some doing them enough to not jump out and kill us. Or, or, or the opposite, where they're getting all crazy because the, that's the whole idea that they're developing all these like um, 
weird, strange diseases we don't even know about up here on land yet. Because Whoa. underwater, we're just giving them all this medicine, so they're building like nothing. It, I don't know. It sounds freaky. I, I'm I'm more freaked. I used to be way more freaked out about outer space than in the ocean. Now I think but I'm the way more freaked out. The ocean is terrifying. Because you know what you got down there, Allie? Sharks, diaper, hot dog. <laughs> There are sharks, diapers, and hot dogs that's, all in the ocean. That's what you call callback. That's a callback call right back there. to it's a beautiful. joke. All right. The cruise ship experience has a lot of ups and downs, and I've never been on a cruise, but I imagine people get a special kind of wasted there. And I would say in some cases, like cruises or Vegas, you're kind of less accountable for any of your bad behavior given the circumstances. But this incident happened on a Carnival Magic cruise in Nantucket, and it was during the cruise theater show. A whole different level of cringe and awkward. Um, and an intoxica- uh, intoxicated man showed up at the theater uh, during the show and started loudly clapping and making conversation at the bar to the point where it was so distracting, a guy went up to him and said, hey, can you please be quiet? We're trying to enjoy this weird show. And instead of quieting down, he decided, I'm going to smash my drink into this guy's face. And it cut his face open, requiring him to get 16 stitches. Mm. And now this guy is on trial and well, I don't know if he's going on trial but he's facing 10 years in prison yeah because that's I'm like, how? assault with a deadly weapon at that I, point I know but shards of glass yeah but you're just a drunk guy on a cruise ship and now you're going to be in prison for 10 years oh. like don't you think you knocked down a couple of years just for the fact that you're like drunk on a cruise he was the woo guy like you were at the comedy show and the guy behind him was like stop being the woo guy I'm trying to enjoy the show and he's like woo just like you. And someone should have sm- uh, smashed Allie's face with a glass last night. No. Last- you know <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Jake, you can have that honor. You can have that honor. We kick off a brand new hour of the show right now with world premiere music. This is the world famous K-Rock. You know, at one point you heard K- uh, Pearl Jam for the very first time right here on K-Rock. And now we're giving you a chance to see them in Australia. New album. They got a tour. We'll get you tickets to see them right here at the Kia Forum for one of the shows happening. But then you'll also potentially get to hop on that plane. Monday morning, we'll make the call and give you the good news. You're off to Australia to see them again. Right now, you're about to hear a song that you've never heard before in your entire life. Oh, are we going back to that guy song? It is a song from a man (laughs) who was at the uh, Flappers last night, lives with his parents. This is from Kings of Leon. It's world premiere music. At the end of the song, I'll grab caller 20 and give you the good news. And for the rest of you, at least you can sit back while you hear that busy signal trying to get through and hear some brand new world premiere music from Kings of Leon. This is called Mustang, and you're getting your world premiere of it right now on K-Rock. That is world premiere from Kings of Leon called Mustang on K-Rock. The band that has been nominated for 13 Grammys, four wins. Wow. And they're about to head on a uh, nationwide arena tour happening uh, in the summer and into the fall. And that is the new one right there, Mustang on K-Rock. There you go. What do you think? Instant feedback, text line 800-520-1067. Let us know your thoughts. Makes me want to drive around with the window open and a cigarette in my mouth. I do believe that song is going to encourage more smokers, and I'm okay with that. Uh, If you like (laughs) new music, you'll get another brand new song from Linkin Park called Friendly Fire, and that is happening at 9 p.m., exactly 12 hours from right now. So today, we bookend the day with world premiere new music on K-Rock. All right, let's go ahead and give away this uh, Pearl Jam thing now, shall we? Let's do it. Caller 20 puts us on, is your name Ali? Yeah, it is Amir Ali. Amir Ali, I've got some good news for you, sir. Yes. You're going to go see uh, Pearl Jam. Oh, shoot. Fantastic. I win? 
you've won. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Going to see them at the forum. And then, uh, even better news, I'm going to write your name down on this list, and hopefully you'll get a chance to go see them again in Australia. That is amazing. Thank you so, so very much. You're very welcome. Hold on. What a pleasant experience. Sure. Thanks. Thank you for starting your day with us at K-Rock. Oh, I wake up with you every morning. You do? How'd you find the every- show? I find it's radio. Mm-hmm. I find That's it radio. That's where we are. Good That's point. The best. That's good stuff right there. All right, uh, Allie, coming up this hour on the show, I know this is going to be shocking to most people, but Allie is not the cheapest person in her family. We all think she is because she's El Cheapo. She claims her mom is way cheaper than she is. And my aunt, remember, she wanted to split a bottle of hairspray with oh, me. Oh, that's right. They want to go fish. She wanted to go Dutch on a bottle of hairspray. Yeah. So the question is, we'll get to it later this hour, who is the cheapest person in your family and why? Because everyone's got at least one story of one thing they do. And your your family, too, your Uncle Leslie, I believe you said, has worn the same pair of pants for 30 years? Yeah. I, I did get an update about those pants, by the way. I was asking because I think eventually... You get regular updates on pants Well, no, I, pants? I mentioned... I asked my dad, because I, I know Omar has a lot of follow-up questions about my weird uncle, Leslie. And Omar had said, you know, are you, being, are you exaggerating or does he really only have one pair of pants? And I said, the entire time I've known that man, he's only worn the same pair of pants. I thought it was like a Batman situation where he had 20 of them in his closet. Right. My dad informed me it was just one pair of pants, but finally the pair of pants... Uh, gave up, I guess. It finally, like your underwear is, Allie, it just finally, that was, there was like, there was uh, no more fabric. Yeah. And the company that he, he tried to get a, the same pair again. You know, he they didn't they have, probably didn't exist anymore. Yeah, company's been out of business for 20 years. Wow, so, what's he going to do? Go pantsless? And no, he's trying to find a different one pair. He, he doesn't want to have more than, this guy's a real minimalist because he's real cheap and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't want to buy multiple pants he just wants to find one. He pair just wants of pants. to find one. But pair my of God, pants. he's got to try on so many to get yeah, that one pair yeah, that's I mean, going to fit him for another. I'll give him credit. Years. Like I understand why that company went out of business. If their pants last thirty years, yeah. they probably didn't sell a lot of them. But my uncle was a big fat mess, and he, uh, if, I mean, and gross too. On top of it, really? I mean, all the thi- Oh yeah, disgusting person. <laughs> uh, but it, the fact that he wore the same. I mean, I don't even think those things ever got washed in oh. thirty years. Uh, I mean, you could Did smell. He smell. Oh yeah, oh. A real smell. Oh. But as a kid, I don't think you realize. It's a bad smell. You just know that's the smell of your uncle. Yeah. So and then it, when you get older, you realize, like, that's disgusting. Yeah, I think, like, at one point I was like near... Like, that's urine. I was, I, think like I, was I was near, like, a dirty clothes hamper, and all of a sudden I was like, I think Uncle Leslie's nearby. And then I realized <laughs> it was just the smell of kind of dirty clothes. <laughs> but I don't know if that's a cheap thing. So, so well... I mean, it is, because he kind of doesn't want to spend money on multiple pairs of pants. Yeah, it is weird. Although mm-hmm. he did send a update email because he does send email updates. He's one thing he doesn't uh, he doesn't save money on it. He gets a lot of massages because I think he forces people to have to touch him. You know, oh. Oh, and God. I think he let me know in an email. I got to find it. I was going to forward it to Omar because he's the only one that would have read through it. It was about twenty paragraphs long. Yeah, that, uh, that a lot of the masseuses he gets quit on him in the middle of the massage. What? what? Yeah, they just quit, and they just and apparently he had another story that happened. Dude, I think a lot has to happen for them to walk away. Yeah, and like he doesn't understand because he's got he's really doesn't really have a self awareness. He doesn't understand. He's the reason. He always thinks there's like he just it, thinks there's some sa- kind of crazy. He sent a message. It was like another massage whose hand cramped up in the middle and had to <gasps> leave early. And my dad's like, "Does anyone need to tell this guy it's him?" <laughs> And I'm like, oh, it's your brother. You got to tell him. I'm not telling him. It's crazy that your dad's like the normal one in the family. It has to be like, oh, God, my brother Leslie. Uh, It's it's just insane. So anyway, he said that his big mission now is finding pants. 
But, you know, if you have And a, then finding another massage and then therapist another massage who will therapist. touch him. And I, I don't think he's going to find a massage therapist until he gets pants. That's the problem. So we'll get to that Chicken coming up. Chicken egg thing. Uh, meet the neighbors as well. That's happening uh, this hour on the show. And a bunch of other stuff. Oh, we'll get to the uh, more, more potheads that have solutions for the potholes. That's coming up in just a second as well. Where we left off, uh, Jake had found a man named Tiny that was giving us a great solution to solve the uh, pothole problem in Southern California. Here is uh, just some more potheads, Allie, that are trying to solve the problem about potholes in L.A. My first thought... <laughs> my first thought is clay. We fill them with clay. That's another woman who's very high, and her first thought is clay. I know, we somebody fill them with clay. On the text line was like, how does this happen? I smoke an eighth a day, and I do not sound this dumb. Yeah, these people, by the way, don't say dumb, because I think sometimes it's genius. We just didn't think of it yet. Would like clay dry? Wait, clay dries in the rain? Oh, shit. Okay. I'm thinking we put a board, a thin wooden board... <laughs> Over the pothole. There we go. <laughs> She's changed her whole plan now. <laughs> to plywood. To a thin piece of plywood. Uh-huh. Yes. And do you think that would support the weight of a car? I hope so. Mm, maybe a little thicker, but not <laughs> thick enough to mess up the tires. See? She's a thinker. Okay. And then we secure it with something. Maybe we secure it with clay. She's back to clay again. <laughs> it's, all, it's all going back to clay. She loves clay. So she's got, that's her solution. She's no one creative. can figure out how to solve the potholes. So we went to potheads and already we're off to a good start. Oh, wait, it's still raining. Yeah. Mm, um, um, we'll leave that to the construction workers. Now she's given up altogether. <laughs> if I can't use clay, yeah. I don't have anything. Okay, not you. All right. Right? Is there a reason why it shouldn't be you? Um, I just don't trust myself. Smart. Yeah. That's a real pothead. All right, how would you fix the potholes in Los Angeles? Call 911. Call 911? Yeah. And have them do what? Do not put, um, dance all night. Dance all night? Yeah. On the potholes? Yeah. All right, there we go. It. Problem solved. Thank you, potheads. Just You've solved another Thousands of people one. dancing over potholes. Uh, take all over a. LA. At least you wouldn't drive through them if someone's dancing on them. I would think. Be right back in a moment. Uh, the cheapest person in your family. Why are they the cheapest? Can you out cheap El Cheapo? That is next. <laughs> Just joining us this morning here, K-Rock. You've already missed quite a bit. World premiered some new music a moment ago. Kings of Leon. And uh, the good news is, I'm sure you'll hear that again at some point, called Mustang. Later today, you'll get a world premiere of some new Lincoln Park. That's uh, this evening, 9 o'clock, so get ready for that. And you missed Vanessa's stand-up routine, but the video has now been posted at Klein Alley Show. So if you're not already following along or you want to see what happened when she went on stage for the first time ever because she lost a bet, she was the only one there performing because she lost a bet. Everyone else was there by choice because they wanted to be, and she was there because we forced her to. But check out the video whenever you got some time, and that's at uh, Klein Alley Show. All right, every relative, every family's got someone that is the El Cheapo of the family. A lot of times it's parents. In Allie's case, we thought it was Allie, but as it turns out, she comes from a long line of El Cheapos. Here we go. It's time for... It's time to talk to the kingpin of cheap. Here she is, El Cheapo. You know, not only are people in my immediate family cheap, uh, my stepmother lives in a town that's pretty small town, so everything there is cheaper than it is in a place like Los Angeles. So when she comes to visit, which, by the way, they have never flown. They will drive every time, even though it's like an eight-hour drive. Oh. And she, because she knows all of the things that she likes are going to be more expensive here, she will pack a giant full-size cooler 
full of all the things that she likes, all the drinks that she likes. She'll bring her own wine for the entire length of her stay. She doesn't want to be forced to pay our big city prices in L.A. Nope. So she will bring in and, and, and she's at the house. I'm like, can I get you anything to drink? She's like, nope, I'll just go. She goes into the garage, boop, pops out another drink, comes back inside. And it's nice because I don't have to buy anything for her. No, you love it, too. I love it, too. But it's such a great idea. But a lot of people would say that's cheap. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's, that's very cheap. You got to buy ice throughout the whole thing to keep everything cold. I mean, it's an entire process. She's like camping wherever she goes. I always watch the people at you know, certain hotels. It's more acceptable than others because the hotel prices are usually a ripoff everywhere. But the people that kind of do that full Costco shop and then try to wheel it into their room. Oh, the amount of like, times that I've tried to balance a case of water on top of my suitcase yeah, to get into that. the hotel, hotel always loves elevator. That. Yeah, they, they, they know it's your way. Of, and I get it. It's annoying when you have to pay mini bar prices or whatever the hotel, especially like well, Vegas. Also, they're stingy with water. I, I agree, Allie. But still, I think you get the real side eye you really get when you're trying to wheel a case of oh, water through no, the hotel I've lobby. I've dragged it through Vegas casinos. I know. I know. Times that's that I can count. That's the image of a winner. <laughs> Someone that is cruising through the casino with a case of water <laughs> that they brought with them from the Costco in Woodland and Hills. And then leaving, too, with the half-opened case of water and all the bottles are jiggling around and falling out as you're walking through the casino. Cheapest, that was more same. Cheapest example. person in your family. That is the question. This week's El Cheapo, 800-520-1067. Hello? Hi, uh, my stepdad. Okay, what does he do? So he literally saves every gift that he gets that he doesn't like and on a bookshelf in his bedroom and then he re-gifts them as the years come on he re-gifts a cologne set I bought him three years ago to my niece's boyfriend this Christmas <laughs> and my face was just like what in the hell dad like are you serious he re-gifts gift cards it doesn't matter if he doesn't like it it goes on the shelf I love how he has a return shelf I need to get me one yes, of those full of dust I mean things from five years ago that we bought him like a singing fish. Oh, you got him Billy oh, the Big Mouth a- Bass? What a great gift. <laughs> yeah, it's on the shelf. <laughs> Gilbert on K-Rock. Welcome to El Cheapo. Uh, cheapest relative, what do you got? Uh, morning, guys. Sweet Divs. Sweet Divs. Um, I have an aunt who, she'll offer to host like a family party, but then she'll assign family members to bring certain foods. So she doesn't actually provide anything? Correct. Just a place to have a party. <laughs> Like, uh, we've had Christmas, and one of my uncles was assigned to bring, like, a, pot, a roast. <laughs> and everyone, someone bring desserts, someone bring sides. And she provides zero. Correct. That's, uh, very, that's a very ant move right there, by the way. That's, uh, I just feel like there's certain cheap moves that hit certain members of the family better. There's certain father cheap moves. There's certain mom cheap moves. My grandma, I didn't know this during... The, the one thing I used to remember when I'd visit my grandma, a lot of people go, oh, it's great visiting your grandma because they have all the good snacks and they don't care if you eat healthy because they're, they're not with you all the time, so they load you up on sugar. My grandma always used to have a giant garbage bag-sized thing of popcorn in her pantry. It was like the best... It was unfortunately the only good snack she had, but it was the best snack she had oh, really? at all times. And she always had it. And I knew when we'd go see Grandma, we were going to eat unlimited popcorn. <laughs> and then I went to the movies with her, and I realized what she was doing. <gasps> but after the movie was over, no. when we would all leave and people would sometimes have half-eaten cartons and bags of popcorn, she would collect it? She would pour them all Stop in a bag it. that she brought with her. God. 
God, grandmas are like and, a special level of cheap because they are like in scavenger mode. Uh, yeah, you're right. And I realized at that point, it all hit me that I, my entire life of eating popcorn oh out God. of her kitchen flashed back, and I go, how many disgusting <laughs> finger secondhand yep. popcorns have I eaten in my life? Because they always were, the consistency was off, and they always had kind of a, a little a, stale, maybe. Yeah, there was always a. I'd be like, well, that's a stale one. How'd that get in there? And then you get back to like a good one again. And now <laughs> I realize. She was doing this, and I, and I don't know if anyone will ever be able to top that's that like, level of cheat. That's like Great Depression stuff. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, I never saw her eat the popcorn either, but she loved pushing it on us. Yeah. Uh, Chloe, what did your grandma do? You're on K-Rock. Cheapest relative, El Cheapo. What do you got? Um, my grandmother, she's a few things. She takes, I mean, a huge bunch of napkins, cutlery, uh, condiments from every time she goes to a restaurant. And then one year for Christmas, she gifted me uh, as she's a regifter, um, but this time it was from her, a pair of hospital socks. <laughs> <laughs> those are like you can't disguise those no, either like they are day. hospital socks yeah. there's no question that's good stuff it says cedars right here on the heel <laughs> that's cool uh she's probably good. got so many too she's had so many trips there those hospital socks are also <laughs> they like not, never fit right yeah they're not yeah they're they, not great and they don't great. have like an indentation for a foot it's yeah. just like a flat piece of fabric yeah, i think they try to put some <laughs> grippers on the bottom so you don't slip and fall over and smack your in face in the shower yeah but uh that is that is some gift right there and by the way the taking this stuff from the restaurant i noticed this because i was just with my parents this past weekend and this is where i fear that my mom is starting to transition into as you said scavenger grandma mode uh-huh we, uh, she went and got, I took her out to get coffee, and she put you know a packet of sugar in her coffee, and then she grabbed a handful of packets of sugar, a handful, like uh-huh. a big fat handful of sugar, and put them in her pocket. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, and I get the whole idea of you know you take a little sure if there's sugar packets you take a few. That's why a lot of coffee places now don't even leave them out anymore. That you have to like ask for them from yeah, behind the register. Exactly. But but, but then I, what is she doing with well, them? Well, that's what I said to her. She said, "I'm just going to add them to the collection." And I'm like, what kind of collection are we like talking about here? And she's, she's like, like, a sweet and low shrine. She's like thousands. What? So I don't know what because her plan God is. forbid you ever run out. Even right. though when a sugar packet, when you need one, it's always there. I There's always know. one there. Uh, Warren on K Rock. It is time for El Cheapo, cheapest family member. Go ahead. Oh, I got a brother, and uh, when he took chicks on a date, he'd go to Burger King and. Make him split the whopper with him. <laughs> he did that with his wife. They've been married for thirty years. They that go was out their on first date. date. Yeah, they go out on a date. He goes to KFC and then gets a two piece. She gets the potatoes. He gets the chicken. See, yeah, there's there's Beautiful. cheap couples that just really thrive together. I, I remember I worked at a restaurant and there was a couple that would come in every week. And they would o- o- always order one entree that they would split and one diet coke that they would split. Yeah, and so they I would guess- split the drink and the entree. It was always a different entree, but they would split like, oh, let's order one drink that has unlimited refills, and we'll split it together. People I think f- eventually yeah. the manager said, "Get out of here." I think couples feel like when they're doing it together, it almost brings them closer because it's now them versus the man. Yeah, and they're getting one over on the man. <laughs> That's kind of how they feel about it. But it is tacky. I mean, there is a cheapness to it for sure. For Allie to call something tacky, it's trust me, very tacky. Yeah. Well, I mean, it bothered me because of the tips. Jake, still. what is the uh, cheapest uh, relative in your family? You know, it's funny. It's uh, it's actually Invisibeth. What she'll do is she'll re- she'll reuse poo dog bags. What? Wait a minute. She'll pick up poo with a bag and then leave the bag and then I go to throw it away. She's like, no, no, no. I'm not done with that bag. I'm going to pick up more poo later, like a day later. <sighs> 
That's, that, you know, look, I... We literally have thousands of these bags. Yeah, <laughs> each wheel of dog poo bags is like 250 dog poo bags. <laughs> and they're really not that much. You no, get, I think it's like five bucks. You get like 10 rolls for... Right, you really do get a lot. But the idea that she doesn't want to waste one bag per poo, that is an interesting level of cheap right there. Well, and sometimes... How many poos fill up a bag? Are two poos? Or? <laughs> Dude, it's multiple. It's more than two. Oh, uh, really? really? More than two, like two. two. She's like, not done yet. Got to get more poos. <laughs> 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 There's still room in this Wait, bag. Wait, so she's taking the dogs on a walk with a bag of poop? No, we or this is just backyard. for the backyard. She okay. it on the steps in the backyard. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But don't you? But she has big dogs too. Those are not little dogs. Exactly. So, <laughs> and how does she pick up the new poo? Because you use the bag to pick it up. I, I don't. She says I can do it. I'm like, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> how does she do all it? Right, all right. She's well, got the claw. I guess. Great. El Chipo. It's uh, contagious, spreading. Cannons, K Rock. Fine Alley Show. Thanks for the interaction. We're going to get out of here. The GOAT line will be open for you starting now at 844-956-GOAT. <laughs> what the hell, dude? I'm, so I'm catching up on the podcast. They're crying. They're ripping on you, dude. But really, it turns out you're ripping on them. Bro, quit farting in the office. Thank you. <laughs> that All right. was hilarious, dude. Honestly, that segment was funny man really really funny you guys dropped a bomb on that one and you dropped bombs on them all right we get it thank you going that's uh talking about yesterday's anonymous appreciate the calls you can leave the uh uh, compliments critiques criticisms i want to apologize to you guys i've been kind of bummed out today i didn't really want to get into it today's the five year anniversary of my buddy Stephen Brody Stevens oh, who no. uh, lost his oh, life yeah, to uh, suicide and I didn't realize it's actually kind of crazy because I had always kept in my phone we would text a lot back and forth and um, and I'd always had our text exchange in my phone and I would look at it from time to time especially when I'd drive by one of the many coffee places in the valley we would meet at and sit down and talk and a lot of people maybe know Brody Stevens in the comedy community but perhaps you saw him he did open he did a lot of warm up for TV shows that shot in LA for a long time he's a Seattle guy too very proud of all this well he's an 818 guy but yes he did spend some time yes that's true Jake yes he did play play some baseball there Jake knows him more great Jake are you upset Jake Jake you're you're really railroading my tribute here I mean Jesus Christ (laughs) let me tell you a story about Brody go ahead go on Jake whatever Good guy. Uh, anyway, I was, <laughs> I was bummed out today because when I realized that's what the, the, today was the day, uh, February twenty second, I looked at my phone and the me, the um, the text exchange that we had had is gone. It's not there anymore. Oh no! I don't know so what, after a while, it just kind I, of I don't know. It's not there. It's did kinda, you screenshot it? No, never did. I just always had it. In my I had fifteen yeah. phones by the way over the course of the last three. You know, I'm changing phones all the right. time. Right, but then when it like uh, uploads everything, then it comes yeah. back. And it's weird because I know it's not like he's. You know, it's a weird thing, and maybe you know what I'm talking about. If you have someone that you've lost, and you just keep either a voicemail. Or, but I would, yeah. I would just read the, I would read the text back and forth, and I would get a like a chuckle still. Yeah. And uh, so I'm thinking about you, Brody. Eight one eight till we die, and uh, you know, enjoy it and all that good stuff. And so anyway, if uh, it just you know, so enjoy you know, it. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice a little bit of. I was, I, I, was bu- I was bummed out because right before we went on the air, it was, it was a stupid time to do it. I like, I just, oh, I was like, I just want to read. I was put me in a, it was going to put me in a, hopefully a good mood, and then it had the opposite effect. Luckily, oh. Vanessa, it's interesting. 
the death of one comedy legend and then the birth of another because we got to hear Vanessa and people are... He would have loved this. He would have loved... He was a big fan of the weird and... Uh, and he, Weird, awkward, cringy. Yeah, he yeah, loved he, that he, kind he, of stuff. I know because I knew him. He, he was not in the Mile High Club, Allie, but one time he did self-pleasure on a Ferris wheel. He was very proud of himself for that. All right. Well, anyway, so that's why. I, but uh, tomorrow I'll be in a better mood. I assure you it's Friday. The weekend will be here. And uh, let's get out of here on some takeaways from today's show. Uh, all right. Let's see. 818, my takeaway is Allie is a woo white girl. Yeah, she is. Um, She's actually a woo-woo white girl because of all those stupid witch circles she does. Woo-hoo! She's a woo and a woo-woo. 818, um, people, all the men in the world want to flip it like Beckham. They want them nipples. Yeah, they want all them the Beckham nipples. nips. I never even realized women, like, I know there's a lot of things that you look at on a guy, you know, t- not you, Ali, but like straight women, you know, would look at a guy to judge them and decide is this guy dateable or marryable, whatever. I never even thought for a second our nipples could be pro or con. Well, like, I, it's crazy. I think there, everyone has their ick, right? And if you have something weird, like a feature like that, that you can't unsee, then it becomes a distraction enough. It's like, you know, that Seinfeld thing with the woman with the hands. It's like a minor thing, but you can't unsee and notice that this woman has giant hands, and then eventually you can't get to know their personality, and you're just out on it. I dated a woman one time. She had inverted nipples. Did you know about oh, that? Oh, yeah. And I Where they go she, in? I thought she was so turned off that they went the opposite <laughs> direction. I took it personally. Her nipples became innies yeah. because of you. I thought it was me. I was like, I don't think she's not into me or something. 661, my takeaway is Scott is spelled T-R-A-S. That's what we learned on today's show. That's and a good takeaway. <laughs> so 562, my takeaway is Vanessa doesn't need notes, just her memories. That's just her memories. And 626, tune in every morning for the Odyssey check-in. Odyssey check-in show. Starring No Name and who knows. Uh, Allie, you got a takeaway? My takeaway is after the show, I'm going to go bobbing for lesbians. Yeah, if we learned that. If you missed that story, whoo, cell phone survival tales, bobbing for lesbians in the hot tub. And no people on the text line, my wife was not in the hot tub <laughs> helping them find the phone. She definitely was. Uh, what's your takeaway from today's show, Omar? Uh, Brody's from Seattle. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We all knew Brody thanks. better than yeah. Clyde. Thanks. Thanks, thanks good Jen, guy. for adding to good it. Good guy. He was yeah. a good guy. A lot, yeah, a lot of eight, comedy up there. A lot of Valley and 818 hats. Not a lot of Seattle hats, but oh, okay. Appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, your takeaway from today's show, Jake the Nerd. One day I hope to make swabbing money. Yeah, yes. you gotta get that swabbing money. All right, have a great rest of your day. We'll do it tomorrow. Try to do a better buy. That they, 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 they feel that uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that um, 